0: Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. <laughs> nope. Almost, almost, almost. I fought it back. Almost had a little choke there. I'm <laughs> good. I'm okay. Don't worry. Do not send an Those ambulance. are fun. Yo, yeah, they're really fun. Really I'll fun. I'll reach the phone and do a Heimlich. Hey, I want to tell everybody Um if you haven't seen our Israel promotional video, uh, it is up and Brother Dan Woven is in it. And if you will contact me, I will send you the promo video that he sent me first. That was not the real promo video.
1: <laughs> I
0: will send that to you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Don't tell him. But he sent me one that is absolutely hilarious. And if you will contact me personally... I will send it to you as long as you promise to never show it to anyone but yourself. Maybe your family. That's it. <laughs> Do not show to church. Do not put it on the Internet, please.
1: It's hilarious. He did
0: a good job. And then he did a serious one for me that was really, really good, too. So you'll get to see him live and in Technicolor. If you uh, get that video. So alstone.ca slash Israel, get you all the information. We've had great response, Brother Wolven. I'm, I'm telling you, I, we are already looking at possibly having to do a second trip. So if you're interested in going, please awesome. register today. Go to alstone.ca slash Israel. Find the place where you register and get on today. You don't you don't have to put down any money till August 1st. Um, if you back out between now and then, you lose nothing. So do that, and if you've not received that information yet, please let me know. I tried to send it to everybody I could, and uh, if I did miss you, I apologize, but uh, just send me a quick note. I'll send you the information, and it is all yours. There you go. Amen. That's little promo for today. Anything you want to publicize? uh, Anything you want to push? Yes, please
1: send money to North Columbus Baptist Church, (laughs) payable Uh, to Daniel Wolven, so I'd be able to go on the trip.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, you're going. You're going.
1: <laughs> have,
0: I got a, have I got a treat for people yes, this year? Yes, but I, hey,
1: I'm not looking forward to it this, this time. Last time I was really not? looking forward to it, but not this time. Because you're not going to let me sit in the back of the bus and mock you. That was <laughs> so fun. I know. I was sitting in the seat of the scornful. No. It was like no, no. row... Row 12, seat four, mm. you know, that was the seat yeah. of the scornful. So,
0: oh, yeah, and I was right by the well, back
1: that's... door so I could get on and off real fast. I didn't have to wait in the line.
0: Well, that's because I'm putting you to work this year. You're going <laughs> to play a very special part in the tour. Uh, when we get to Jericho and we stop at the sycamore tree, Zacchaeus will be in the tree.
1: <laughs> hey, no more sitting on your lap and acting like uh. <laughs> A wooden-headed dummy,
0: <laughs> but the people loved it. They I'm loved not doing it.
1: the ventriloquist bit this year. <laughs> Come on, man! People loved it. <laughs> you know, I did tell, I did tell uh, Brad Humble. You know, I said uh, it would be a pretty good skit if I sat on your lap at one of the men's meetings because mm-hmm. he's so big. <laughs> and that guy's massive. We did a ventriloquist skit.
0: Oh, yeah, that would be hilarious, man. Put a couple of little lines down the side of your mouth. That'd yeah, be so good. Well,
1: I'm getting old enough the lines are just about there. We, yeah, I know.
0: We had, a, we had a boy in our church, and he was uh, he didn't have a real big growth spurt until he was about 13, 14. And Pastor Holland uh, put him in a suitcase and carried him in and got oh, him that's out. that's great. And put him on his knee. It was awesome. Awesome. The kid was like eight or nine years old. That is hilarious. And he was great, man. He did a great job. It was funny. That was a good one.
1: Oh, that is
0: great. Yeah. So come along. And then also, uh, I've called um, the EMS in Israel. They're all set and ready for a revisit. Awesome. Um, Everybody at the hospital is asking about you. And um, (laughs) they they say shalom, shalom, short stuff. So bring it back. (laughs) Uh, i've got 39 cans of red bull in your room ready to go should be a good yeah, trip right. come along everyone come along <laughs> <laughs> all right we we've paid the bills now we got to get to work so okay uh brothers we see had, you later uh, so so yeah that's right someone someone wrote us and oh, said this hey. is
1: fun this isn't work
0: yeah this yeah th- you're not kidding this is yeah. this is good times um <laughs> someone wrote in and said hey how do you keep missions in front of the people in the church? How do you keep it, um, you know, exciting and keep people mindful of it and supporting it and all of those kind of things? And so that's what we're going to do today. That's what we're going to look at: mm. missions.
1: I'm reading that email and I can't see the word "hey."
0: Yeah, it's there. Hey, it's uh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's understood. It's kind of a silent. Hey.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I know well hey. enough. I know them well enough that they would have said, hey, but they don't know how to spell it. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't know if it was an A or an E. (laughs) (laughs) I won't tell you what college they went to, but. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you you doing as a pastor to keep missions in front of your people? Um, How do you keep your folks excited about missions? What do you do?
1: I have not done it always as consistently as, uh, as what we've done. We've been more serious about it lately. Uh, we do a few things. Uh, for many many years, we had the missionary of the week. You know, out of all of our missionaries, we would highlight one and put them on the prayer sheet. And um, I think that we try to add now email addresses and things like that. I may I may be mistaken there, but that that's always a big help. You know, maybe a website. Uh, but we we now take um, you know about five minutes of the service on Sunday morning, Sunday night. And, you know, we, we do highlight that particular missionary and we'll, you know, inform people what's going on. We try to get a video, you know, like, for example, uh, right around the Christmas time, was, we highlighted Bearing Precious Seed Canada and we mm-hmm. showed your video about the matching offering and things. And so, uh, you know, that's always exciting. So we, we, we optimally try to get a video. There are some places where we haven't done a good job getting videos from people and, uh, you know, I am i know I'm going to make somebody mad, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it anyway. We try not to read the prayer letter. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. that boomerangs a little bit. You know, you're, you're talking about a missionary, and then you say, now let me read this. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I know some people, you know, they may go, well, we do that every Wednesday or something. Well, you know. Okay. Well great. Good for you. God bless you. But right. uh, you know that sometimes can seem a little bit boring. I, the only time I've read some letters is whenever something was said in such a way that I thought, "Wow, this is this is this is put so well. I would really like you to hear this." And so uh, but nor- normally I'll just give an update if we don't get a video, I'll get an update from somebody and try to explain who they are, uh, how we maybe how we came in contact with them and how long that we've been supporting them and what they're actually doing and here's some of their latest prayer requests here's some of their most urgent needs and so uh, you know let's really pray about them this week. so and, and so if I don't have a video to show, I usually put their picture up you know, on the on the, uh, on the uh, screens so mm-hmm. people are able to, you know, make a connection with a name with a face. So, um, and then on Wednesdays, we sort of reiterate that as well.
0: Yeah. I, I think the number of missionaries that you have depends on how you do some of that too because I've been in churches yes. and they have, you know, a 100 or 150 missionaries that they support. Oh, yes. And you know, trying to get through all those and recognize those is very difficult. I would say the churches that I'm in, the the majority of them would have between you know 25 and 50 missionaries. Um, I'm finding mm-hmm. more and more churches are doing less number, more support kind of thing, and doing more projects as well. So they have that. Let me let me ask you. Um, Letters versus video versus just emailing the information to your people, do you find a greater value in any of those, or do they all have value? Or
1: I think it's all good. You know, our letters are all posted on the walls like mm-hmm. most churches do, and right. so we change them out. As soon as we get new ones in, we change them out. Um, any more? you know, we used to have on our website— a uh, members only section where people could log in Mm -hmm. and read all of the missionary letters but we don't do that anymore because now we probably have seven or eight missionaries who will say explicitly please do not post us on the internet please do not Mm. you know and then some some missionaries will say um they'll give a little bit of an account of maybe somebody in their church that is struggling through different things you know not a last name, but you know, let's please pray for uh, you know, Al, he's struggling with this addiction and, and with alcohol, and so you know, please pray for him. And and so they'll ask, please don't mention this on our Facebook page, you know, that somebody right. would you know go to social media and say, hey, how's how's Al with his drinking problem, you know, because yeah. that. Now you're not you, you've uh, sort of betrayed someone there publicly, mm-hmm. you know. When when your intent is you know to have people pray for them, so mm-hmm. um, you know we we've gone away from some of those kind of things. There are some people like for example we have a missionary that we support in the Ukraine, mm-hmm. and whenever we do get a letter because of the war, um, I will edit some things out of it, but we'll post it on our band app, you know, that our members can read. And uh, sometimes I'll read it, you know, publicly. But and then while I'm reading that, we actually for a live stream will play something else, maybe play some music and and have a slide on there saying, you know, that we can't discuss, you know, this missionary right. over the internet right. or something. So,
0: right, yeah, I hate when Brother Yeomans posts that stuff about my problems. I I've asked them please <laughs> don't include that in our BPS <laughs> newsletters, but. For some reason he feels a need to let everybody know that I struggle a little bit with some of those things. <laughs> Did I mention he's a gossip and a liar? <laughs> Would you pray for him? Please pray for me struggling with those things. <laughs> I have uh I have had to learn the art of communicating um, you know, with BPS and now traveling, and I have one church that wants a letter. Um, you know, frequently, either, you know, monthly, quarterly, something like that. But they they don't use video at all. And I love video, as you well know. I, I love the medium of video. I think it's, you can hear a person's heart better with video. I think you can see and visualize who they are. Sometimes that's hard with a letter. Um, I think you can, if you do a really good job with a video, I think you can really influence people because let's face it, uh, other than, you know, a few other opportunities like podcasts, uh, things like that, um, you're looking at a screen, you're watching a video of the news, of a program, of a, you know, a live stream. And so that's become a regular part of our lives. And so I like video and email. um, You can email that stuff, but I don't know how many people really read church emails. Sometimes we we have we had a lady in our church, and she used to drive me crazy because we would give the announcements verbally, we would do a video announcements at the end of the service, we would send it in an email, and inevitably, sometime in the week, she'd call me and say, "What time's that activity on Thursday?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, and it's in the bulletin. Yeah. It's in the bulletin. Yes." <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I think every church has one of those people. They just, I think they just want to communicate with someone or they just want to have the ear yes. of somebody, so they do that. So um, let me ask you this Do you guys do much with uh, FaceTime or Zoom or anything like that? Do you have a regular time when you would try to get hold of your missionaries? I know you said around Christmas time, but do you do that through the year as well? What do you mean? Um, would you set up a time when you could? in the service, uh, have a video call with your missionaries, uh, maybe when they're in service or maybe, you know, when they're in a non-service time?
1: We have had so much problem <coughs> with our internet that we couldn't trust it, you know, to be able to be able to do that. Um, I would like to do that, I and I wouldn't mind doing that sometimes. I think that would make it really unique and really special, but... We've really had some difficulty from time to time with our internet. So um, I am I am wanting to do something a little special for this coming missions conference, but yeah, it's 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 difficult to do that.
0: Yeah, We've done some of that, and it is when it's overseas, you know the time difference can be difficult um, to do that. Uh, I probably had one of the, the greatest things that we ever got as a church was Brother Bob Mack in the Ivory Coast videotaped a church service, but he did it in such a way that he included us as part of the service. Hey, mm-hmm. Bible Baptist, good to have you with us. Uh, we're getting ready for our song service. Uh, our folks are going to sing, our choir is going to sing. Here's what they're singing, and translated some because they speak French. and Mm -hmm. Then he said, you know, then it cut, and then we went to a baptismal service. This is Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude is being baptized today. He's testified of Christ. He goes through it. He baptizes. And, you know, our church starts amening as this guy gets baptized because we feel like we're right there in the service. That was phenomenal. Amen. And if you're a missionary today, let me encourage you to do that. And as a church member, encourage you to you know be be present for those things. Um, as as uh, people listen to this, how do you encourage your church people to stay connected individually outside of the church service? Do you have a program for that?
1: Well, I don't have a program for it. I know Denise has uh, different times with the ladies. like each one would maybe adopt a missionary. Mm-hmm. And so they would try to uh, find out maybe what their favorite candies are or you know, what what would you like that we could try to send you uh, that you can't get there? Um, you know, different different things like that, you know, where you you sort of adopt a missionary for a year and just, mm-hmm. you know, try to communicate with them every month and let them know, certainly let them know you're praying for them and maybe, uh, you know, get involved in, in some of that way. Um, I think a lot of, I always encourage people to take the missionary cards that people will come with their prayer cards. And I have been... At different people's homes, and it's not like they're putting on a show, but before every meal, whenever they sit down, they, okay, we're going to be praying for, you know, so-and-so, and and they'll share the picture and, you know, talk about what it may be, you know, not— 20 minutes you're all hungry you're getting ready to eat but for at least four or five minutes and then try to maybe as you're eating talk about what that field may be like and those kind of things but you pray for them Mm -hmm. as you uh you know pray for the food so you know i know some families have done that and they do that consistently some individuals do that uh consistently some people take our mission list and they pray over it you know, every every week, you know, sort of divided into fives or sevens, you know, however they want to. And so there, there's a lot of ways that you can get involved. Big thing is visiting people's websites and sending mm-hmm. emails and getting that right. response, you know.
0: Right. I tried to encourage you, people. You involve yourself. You, right. I've, I've tried to encourage people when I pastored, you know, email, FaceTime, do that stuff Amen. yourself. You don't have to just do it as a church either. And especially if they have children, if you have kids the same age as those missionary kids, what a great way to connect and help those kids stay connected with you know their homeland uh, while they're abroad. And and what a great way for your kids to learn about other countries and cultures, and you know some of the ins and outs of being a missionary uh, that would maybe inspire your kids to want to do the same thing. So I think take an active role in that, and as a pastor, you should be you know continually telling people, hey, here's so and so. Let's all write them a letter this week. Let's send them an email, or or send them an old fashioned letter. That's kind of neat if you can do that and get that to them. Um, I did find that sending packages sometimes was. A little more difficult uh, because of the cost of yes. shipping today. So sometimes yes. we would just send the money. We would say, hey, right. we're going to put it in a bank account. We're going to send you a cashier's check or money order, or whatever you do. Um, today you can use you know digital Venmo and Zelle, and here we use Interact in Canada. Um, sometimes you can do that. We're just going to send you the money. This is what you, we want you to buy with it, and that works really, mm-hmm. really well. And uh sometimes again in some of those countries like you're talking about where they're closed, you start sending, you know, gospel things and they open up those boxes and find Bibles and you know, whatever, that can be a problem. So sometimes just sending them money is a better way to go at that. So I did that. Oh, always. Um,
1: if you if you possibly can, always. But uh in this regard, these were some things that, you know, were unavailable where right. they are. And so Mm -hmm. maybe a favorite, favorite candy or, you know, some kind of flavoring that they, you know, maybe they, they don't even have chocolate chips there and they'd love to make some chocolate chip cookies or something like that. You know, so, but you are, the cost is pretty expensive, you know, so you you better make it it worth it. And so you don't want to send things that they can get themselves. You'd rather send the money because it's much cheaper.
0: Yeah, let me give you some advice. Ice cream, yeah. If they can't get that there, not a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> don't don't send that. And if it's chocolate chips, n- you better hope it's not really hot.
1: <laughs> You're a chocolate soup.
0: I I just got a thing from our church today. Our guys are really good about this. Brother Levi Tyrrell does all of our social media stuff, and he sent out an Instagram post today with one of our missionaries. Uh, the Bartlets uh, our Bartley, sorry, the Bartleys. Um, in St. Lucia, and just sent out a thing on Instagram, hey, this is our missionaries, let's pray for them, here's some needs they have. Amen. Uh, so that was kind of neat, using uh, Instagram, and some use yep. Facebook, some of those things, and mm-hmm. keep posted. If you can do that, that's uh, a great thing to do. So I, I think anything you can do to keep your people you know, up to date and active and aware is a great thing to do for your people when it comes to missions. And I know that... Uh, you know, as one now traveling and um, you know trying to get to people and learn people, uh, I have contact. Mm-hmm. I have people contact me. Hey, we watched your video tonight. Hey, we got your letter yeah. and our pastor read it. That's an encouragement to the missionary as well to Amen. the person that's Amen. in that field doing that. So, let me encourage you again. Those are effective. Those do work, and they are a real treasure to get, uh, and they usually come just at the right time. So that's Amen. it for me. Anything else you want to yeah, add before so we go? If you
1: if you do read your prayer letters, at least that's something. That's fine. You know, I mean, I, I'm not trying yeah. to disparage whatever you may do that that you feel works. So praise the Lord for you. I mean, but um, you know, we're we're constantly trying to do new things in order to try to get that point across and trying to keep things fresh because anything can get stale if we're just going to do it just to do it, you know. So, you know, there's some times that we'll say, you know, let's stop right now and we're going to pray right now for this missionary, Mm -hmm. you know sometimes whenever, but to to just try to keep it fresh and try to keep, try to keep the burden that's there. And I think as a pastor, it really does start with us in our heart. If we just go through it, like we're making announcements, then it's not really going to be that effective. But if we're trying to, you know, show the, the, the urgency of the burden, you know, try to picture these folks. Look, These folks haven't been home for Christmas with their families for three years. Think about that, Mm -hmm. you know, just Mm -hmm. to try to bring some reality of what somebody's going through to help know how we ought to pray. So,
0: You just read my mind. You stole my last thought. It's exactly right. And I was going to say that um, if the pastor's not excited and if he's not passionate about missions— you're gonna have a hard time keeping it in front of your people, and your people will know that; they'll sense that. And so, excellent, excellent close. Way to go! Hey, I'm Al Stone, and uh, you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that we had a matching offering of one hundred eighty-six thousand dollars US and two hundred or two hundred fifty thousand dollars Canadian. And Brother Wolven, I'm happy to tell you that we have over thirty thousand dollars. That's always coming. That's amen. already coming towards that. So, amen. We are well on our way, and that's without me being out promoting in churches so i'm i'm excited i'm excited to see what god's gonna do so yeah thank you for uh thank you for giving towards that if you've done that and if you haven't already get ready i'm coming and uh if we can do that oh man that's one year's that's one year postage and we will get uh all of new brunswick done here in the next few months and then we'll head to quebec where there's a lot more but thank you for that i'm al stone at saint thomas with bearing precious seed the canadian gospel project This is Dan Wolven, and I'm
1: really excited to talk about missions, so hope that you have at least somebody that you support, and throw a couple of dollars to at least a month. God bless you.
0: Wow. I feel so excited about missions right now. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait to see what they're doing.
1: (laughs) Or or wait, I'll say it this way. Well, I know we could use your money a lot more than the missionaries do, but... uh, You know, I guess you got to send them something. Make sure you send us more.
0: How about this one? My family's not going to eat this week, but, hey, the missionaries need it. Send it to them. (laughs) My kids don't really need bread and butter. (laughs) Uh,
1: Those missionaries that have 8,000 churches supporting them, they really need help, but uh, I don't know know
0: what we're going to (laughs) do. Our 80 people are not giving this week so thank you for supporting our missions program <laughs> missionaries around the world are hating us right now hating us yes guests.
1: exactly no well we're making fun of pastors not the missionaries
0: oh okay <laughs> i know this that every missionary in every foreign country who listens to us around the world has just switched over to somebody else <laughs>
1: <laughs> there goes Kenya.
0: Well, there goes Japan right out the window. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Come back. Come back. <laughs> now there's this is China. Tim Talks. <laughs> Come on, Taiwan. We'll take you. <laughs> this is Tim Talks, the Tim Talks, the offensive Tim Talks who rubs everybody the wrong way at some time or other. So just get used to it, okay? That's who we are. This is Al. That's Dan, this is Tim Talks, and we're going to be back with you on Friday with something so spectacular. We can't even tell you what it is because we don't even know yet. <laughs> but we'll let you know Friday. Tune in. This is Tim Talks. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talkscom